It's interesting, uh, uh, one of the new weekend newscasts, uh, John Nakerpony uh, said that uh, when asked the question about Egypt, uh, will this mean the change in regime uh, and whatever that will entail, will this mean the United States will lose a lot of its uh, intelligence gathering capacity in the Middle East? And his answer was pretty consistent and it fits in with the theme of today about uh, more than just borders in terms of what we share. Uh, his answer was clear that we get and have always gotten the most sharing of intelligence from the five I countries. And he listed them, uh, Canada, uh, United States obviously, uh, the UK, uh, New Zealand and Australia. And uh, it was interesting, yesterday I went and had a session at Fort Meade on cybersecurity, which we're working on with you and with the other countries. And again, the intelligence sharing on cyber defense and f cyber potential offense uh, and the information that is so critical to that. Again, it was uh, reinforced by Admiral or General Alexander that again, it's the five eyes that are working very carefully together. And some days it's you telling us what we should know and we're telling you what we should know. And again, it, it reinforces the idea that Canada and the United States is more than that, just that border. A year ago, uh, and bowling wasn't part of the Olympics, and I used to bowl too, a year ago we hosted the Olympics. And of course we, you know, we had a lot of fun because the United States won the most medals. Congratulations. And Canada won hockey, thank God. Uh, in overtime, whoa, that was pretty tight for our national identity to come back that close. But, um, and you know, the Brits dumped on us. We love the Brits, but I hope it doesn't rain in the Olympics in 2012. They complained. Uh, but uh, we had fun with the Brits. They were giving us a rough time. But people don't know that the perimeter security for the Olympic Games was provided and commanded out of NORAD in Colorado Springs, Colorado. And so the air perimeter uh, for the games uh, and the uh, ship protection program, ship rider program, which is also exists in the Great Lakes and on the East Coast, was run again out of uh, uh, Colorado Springs. And we, we inspected a number of ships. So it is more than a border because we actually believe in what we wanted to uh, formalize is that NORAD that has existed for 53 years and was established to deal with the threat coming across the north uh, from the old Soviet Union uh, is modernizing and dealing today with not just the threats of yesterday but also dealing with the threats of today and dealing with the threats of tomorrow. And so whether it's the Five Eyes, bilateral relationships with all of you or the command in NORAD uh, we very much see uh, our relationship with you as a team approach and we do concur with some of the assessments that have been prov provided to your committees at, uh, on the Hill that uh, we are dealing with, yes, international, uh, international uh, issues of security in Iran, uh, North Korea and other countries. We're obviously in Afghanistan and we're working together on those issues. We're right with the United States on, uh, on the issues of, uh, uh, of the Iranian sanctions and, and, and dealing with that uh, threat to all of us. Uh, we, on international economies, we're with you on the Chinese currency issue at all the meetings that we have at the G20 and other uh, forums that are appropriate, and, and we consider that extremely important. 
but we're also with you on domestic security risks. And uh, that includes identifying as far away from the border as possible risks in the United States to Canada and risks in Canada to the United States. And the Prime Minister, our Prime Minister, Prime Minister Harper, stated just a few uh, months ago that a threat uh, to the United States is a threat to Canada, and a threat to Canada is a threat to the United States. So we approach all of these international issues and domestic uh, terror issues uh, as one uh, body. And that's why we want to take NORAD and use it in a perimeter security view where we're sharing a lot more intelligence about a potential domestic a terror threat in either one of our countries, the radicalization of some of our domestic populations, along with procedures and policies on international uh, travelers and uh, people coming to our two uh, countries and work uh, as effectively as we can. And I just want to make that comment uh, from the outset because we had a discussion on trade with the President and the Prime Minister, but believe me, what was happening in Egypt uh, 10 days ago was also top. Uh, top of mind what's going to happen in Iran and what's going to happen in North Korea is also something that uh, binds us together as allies and friends and neighbors uh, in our great trade relationship. Having said that, uh, we again know that part of our trade relationship uh, and the vision of that trade relationship is going to be helped by investments in infrastructure. And I just want to say that the more we can invest in infrastructure, the less bottled up we are going to be in movements of goods and services across our two countries. Uh, the biggest border crossing is the Detroit and Windsor, and we're working together with the new governor of Michigan, uh, with, the, uh, uh, with the people of that state to try to build a new bridge uh, to deal with tourism. Uh, 1.3 million Canadians a year go to Michigan and there'll be more with the dollar going up trying to get into those arcades and we will uh, try to uh, uh, try to uh, continue that two-way trade uh, but uh, it, uh, trade has to be effective. We also have to have trade policies that make sense. Uh, we, I just got here 15 months ago and tried to put some of the toothpaste back in the tube on Buy America. It didn't make any sense at all for Canada to pass Buy Canada when for example we're buying six billion dollars of water treatment equipment to clean up our lakes and rivers and uh, and and the sewage operations in Canada. A lot of that came from the United States. The helicopters that we're buying, Chinook helicopters, comes from Philadelphia uh, for humanitarian and military purposes. And you go on and on and on. Uh, a car is moved back and forth six times across the border. We mentioned the Home Depot jobs in Canada. It is really, really important to keep these uh, supply uh, lanes open and uh, efficient uh, along with uh, the security that we both believe in for our citizens. I would say that uh, we, uh, uh, we, we b basically believe that it's a lot of American citizens don't know a couple of things about trade with Canada. One of them is that we, uh, we are your biggest customer. Uh, we buy more things from the United States than the whole European Union and we buy three times more goods from United States companies and, and suppliers than uh, three times more than China. So a lot of politicians go on these trade missions to this place, you know, France and Spain, I know none of you do, uh, Italy and, uh, you know, uh, uh, but, you know, just next door, hello, we, we buy more stuff than any other country and that's uh, very important for jobs and, and in both our countries in terms of trade. Uh, a lot of people don't know 
that 25 million people visit the United States a year, and that's with the lower dollar uh, in the last statistics, 25 million visits for a country of 34 million people. So uh, we travel a lot, you know. Uh, it's not because of our cold weather. We love, most people love to stay in Canada in January and February and don't like to go to Florida. But, uh, but I was there last week and I was, it was part of my office, you know, as the ambassador. I have to get out there. It's part of my outreach campaign. But we certainly, uh, we like to travel. We love to travel. And of course, that is very much part of the uh, economic uh, future of any country is, is the tourism industry. Uh, finally, uh, I want to just talk a little bit about uh, uh, energy. Again, a lot of United States citizens, if you ask them the question, what country provides the most oil outside of the United States to uh, the United States, they would say Saudi Arabia. And that's not true. It's actually Canada. And uh, I remember a couple of months ago when we were chatting about the Keystone Pipeline proposal to bring more oil from uh, Canada uh, into the United States, I was commenting, and more oil from the United States in the Bakken uh, area to United to supply to southern United States. I remember saying to somebody in the State Department, "Why is it taking so long? What do we have to do? Have a crisis in the Middle East to get this thing approved? It shouldn't have to take that." And God knows what we've got in the Middle East right now, with uh, hopefully more democracy, more freedom, uh, and more of the values that we cherish in our two countries. But it does beg the question, uh, and I think the governor of Montana put it uh, to, uh, to uh, all the governors, uh, he doesn't send any of his members of his National Guard uh, to uh, Fort McMurray or Edmonton. They're all risking their lives in other countries in the Middle East in terms of what it means. So that's, we think, a very, very important factor on energy security for the United States. And uh, we, we just saw the energy report out of the Department of Energy saying that oil from Canada and oil from this Keystone Pipeline uh, makes more sense uh, than oil from the Middle East and that can reduce the dependency of the United States on oil. The per capita consumption of fossil fuels will continue to go down with, uh, with new uh, policies in the United States on, on consumption for vehicles and at the same time uh, we could utilize more oil in North America uh, from Canada. We, we emphasize also the jobs, 30,000 construction jobs with this Keystone Pipeline uh, that is proposed from the oil sands in, in Canada to, uh, to Houston and the United States. And there's 902 suppliers. I actually went and looked at all the suppliers in the United States. And just because I was having the Prime Minister meet with the President, I looked at how many suppliers there are in Illinois, just coincidentally, and uh, they, you know, and there's 68 companies in Illinois, including Caterpillar, that supplies a lot of the equipment uh, to uh, northern Canada for mining and oil. Uh, 68 companies uh, in Illinois that supply uh, goods, services, and professional services to uh, the uh, to the oil sands in uh, in northern Canada. So we. We believe that energy security, energy reliability, and yes, energy sustainability, because the emissions that were there when the oil sands first developed uh, were a lot higher than they are today, although a lot of the debate here is what I call frozen facts. It's the facts, it's like talking about the IBM computer 
being the uh, state of play instead of the BlackBerry. Uh, he shamelessly mentions uh, in his speech uh, here this morning. And uh, he, uh, uh, you know, you can't compare it. And the same thing, uh, the, the emissions are lower than Venezuela, lower than a lot of countries in the Middle East, and still have to go down. But we're, it's a work in progress to make sure that happens. So we would argue that Canada, in terms of the United States, we're together as one team in NORAD. We're together as one team in the Five Eyes intelligence community. We're together with you on Iran. Uh, we are together with you in North Korea. We're together with you on trade and currency in China. Uh, we are your biggest customer. We are your biggest supplier of tourists. We're your most reliable supply, supplier of oil. Other than that, we're, we're doing nothing together. And we just believe that the message is that we got to keep working together as uh, two great friends and neighbors. Thank you very, very much uh, for your time here this morning. Thank you.